Hey, welcome back to a new episode of the Red Room Podcast, man. New week, new content. Uh, first and foremost, man, appreciate everybody who tune in week to week. Appreciate everybody who's still rocking with us, bruh. We got a bunch of new listeners. I appreciate y'all as well, man. Good, good things going on with the podcast, bruh. Uh, first off, I do want to apologize for the gap in episodes. Uh, you know, life happens, bro. But shit, we back, bro. We here, we here. So shit, appreciate y'all, man. Shit, I hope everybody been doing good. But before we get into the podcast episode today, bro, it's a good episode. Uh, first and foremost, follow me on my social media outlets, man. My personal Twitter, that's Applejacks94 with two Ks. You can follow the official uh, podcast for the Red Room Podcast, man. Well, the official Instagram for the Red Room Podcast, man. That's at underscore the Red Room Podcast. And you can follow us on Facebook as well at the Red Room Podcast, man. Y'all like, share, subscribe. Appreciate y'all, man. Uh, it's been a dope couple weeks, bro. Uh, this episode right here is going to be a mangle of all the shit that's just been going on with music and shit. Me, bro, this going to be a dope-ass episode, man. So, uh, shit, y'all buckle up. Be with me, nigga. Uh, but anyway, shit, these last couple weeks been straight, bro. You know, got down working, dealing with other shit. Uh, went on vacation, went to Orlando, kicked it with the fam. Linked up with my partner Tyler now a couple weeks ago, bro. Shit been good, man. Shit been gravy. But, you know, shit, eh. It is what it is, man. Uh, I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to start the episode, bro. We just finna talk about a bunch of goddamn music and shit, bro. All these music that done dropped. Uh, first off, something I did want to goddamn ask, uh, hey, man, y'all remember back in January when Drake was like, hey, nigga, album coming soon bro where the fuck is certified lover boy at man like i i just need to know like that, that was the real deal most most hyped up shit for like all the five days we were like all right where well, that shit at and then niggas forgot about that motherfucker for a month and then started asking about it again this is like the third time the where the fuck certified lover boy at Question done arose in the past like six months, bro. Cause niggas forget about it, bro. Drake thought he done got now just shook on out the corner with that last little, you know, EP shit, that little three piece that they had gave us. So I'm like, nah, nigga, you said it won't be an album. So, bitch, you like six, seven months do. So I, I just need to know uh, what the fuck going on with that, bro. And Silk Sonic, y'all too. Silk Sonic, I appreciate y'all. Y'all came out, did what a do, goddamn song is the shit. But nigga, y'all y'all could have just told us it was gonna be a single, bro. Don't listen to me, y'all. I, I think it's still gonna be an album. But like for right now, bro, y'all could have just said if y'all were gonna do a single, nigga, you could have just said that. We get hyped up for the album, bro. Where the fuck the album at? I saw niggas talking shit about y'all, bro. They were like, hey, them niggas real deal. Just motherfucker said they gonna put out an album for tax purposes, and they just dropped a single. So I'm just <laughs> y'all nigga to have me cracking the fuck up on Twitter, bro. But yeah, man, Silk Sonic, Bruno Mars, Anderson Park, Anderson Pat, what what the fuck y'all doing, man? What the album at? What the album at? Two of my favorite artists, man. Uh, but I own some some other shit other than them two niggas not well, them three niggas not giving us what the fuck, you know, we want. We don't know what the fuck going on for real, for real. Uh that man Boz and Boz dropped a tape, man. Well, he ain't dropped a tape. He dropped a single. And the single is featuring Cole, man. And uh this dude named TJ is called the Jackie. Bruh, like, I don't know what they been having, like, Boz normally got, Boz got his own sound, 
And they got their whole vibe, man. You know, chill, laid back dudes, like real, you know what I'm saying, humble about shit. But not, I like this new them because it's still the same personality, but these niggas low-key flexing, bro. Got now iced out all in the video shit, golden shit there, what, chilling with the crew. Uh, I'm just speaking on the video, bro, so y'all need to watch this video for the Jackie. And, like, shit, this song right here is it, it, giving me the, hey, we need to make something for the radio. They say we don't make nothing for the radio. And this is the one that is for the radio, bro, because it go hard. Like, really, I can see this song playing on the radio and people who really don't fuck with J. Cole or Boz being like, hey, who this is? You know what I'm saying? This is one of them radio play songs. And it just so happened to be good, man. It don't stray away from their normal repertoire. It's just a simple fact that, you know, it can actually get on the radio like that and get a little bit more traction than some of the other shit. Because, you know, it's people who don't listen to the radio like me. Like, I really don't listen to the radio no more, bro, because it's all shit that I could have, you know. That Anytime something make it to the radio, it's already like three, four, five weeks late. Like, at this point, man. It used to be a time when the radio was what you had to be on. But if it had made it onto the radio, bro, it's either real, real early or real, real late. And leaning heavy towards the real, real late side. So... Uh, Boss featuring J. Cole and TJ. That nigga Cole, bro, he tired of being humble, dog. That nigga was like, yeah, bro, I'm going to get on here and I'm going to sing a little bit, rap a little bit, flex a little bit, drive my car, put the glasses on. And that nigga was the damn Uber driver. So that shit was wild. Uh, and, bro, shout out the motherfucking RDC. They finally met Jermaine Cole. They was in the video, bro. RDC, the ones who be doing the videos. Shout out to them, bro. I was so happy to see these niggas in the video. I was like, no, these niggas in the video, cuz. So, uh, yeah. Like, whenever we do get up, bro, it's a lot of people I want to, like, interview, talk to, just get on the podcast. And, like, they definitely on the list, bro. Because I feel like a conversation with that crew is just funny, bro. I feel like it's just the vibes that me and my people be on anyway. But, uh... Some newer music, bro. Dude come coming out of Birmingham, uh, named Big Yavo, uh, Big Yavo. So shit, I got put on a Big Yavo like a couple weeks ago. Not even gonna lie, when he dropped this tape that I'm talking about right now, uh, it's actually an album. It's called On God Two. I be fucking with goddamn Yavo, bro, heavy. Cause this this album right here, I put it on cause my little brother had told me about it, and I had read some about it. Uh, cause one of my Birmingham partners had shared some. And I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Man, I put that album on, bro. I was like, man, the first song. The first song, nigga, hard from the front to the back. I was like, no, he from the hand. This is why I fuck with Birmingham artists, man. Ain't too many of them got a miss, bro. Ain't too many of them fucking up. Like, anytime they say they're going to deliver some content, they deliver some content, and it's the shit, man. That's why I'm waiting on my man, Rare Spliff, bro. He just put out his a video, and I, I just can't wait, bro. I just can't wait. Uh, so, uh, again, Big Yavo, man, he definitely he got the Alabama sound, uh, the trenches sound, but it's, man, it's some trap shit, bro. Shit, I'm going to be straight up with you. It's some trap shit, and it lit. Like, that's the shit that I got now I'm throwing on now. Anytime I like drive around the city, I don't want to be on no chill shit. You know, goddamn, lighting a blunt on one. You know what I'm saying? Just went over me in my vibe, bro. I'm finna put that Yavo on. Uh, so, big Yavo, bro. Big things gonna come from, bro. I can already tell, man. Uh, 
and Isaiah Rashad, bro. Y'all already know Isaiah Rashad up there, one of my top tier rappers, top tier artists, especially in the last ten years for me. Uh, when I tell y'all, don't don't bother me if you don't want to hear some fanboy Isaiah Rashad ass shit that day. That that's what I'm gonna be on. Like, don't don't bother me. Don't don't fuck with me unless you want to hear Isaiah Rashad all fucking day. Cause that's what I'm gonna be on, bro. And I feel like I, it ain't too much to ask for me. I feel like it's deserved. You know what I'm saying? We've been waiting this long for a fucking Isaiah Rashad album. Alright, man. So now this the album that I couldn't wait to talk about, bro. I'm so glad that I'm finally able to talk about this album after I done had ample time to digest it, listen to it, see what's going on with the album, bro. That man Tyler the Creator, bro. Goddamn. He dropped that call me if you get lost. I told y'all he dropped those phone numbers and stuff to call, and they had like brief little whispers of stuff on the album, bro, which turned out to be uh, one was the one was one song, and the other one was the actual interlude with his mom, the little skit. So look, man, oh, this is a beautiful album. Uh, Tyler finally gave it to us, bro. Uh, you know, we all had time to digest the album. It dropped a couple weeks ago. And the beauty that is, man, Call Me If You Get Lost is amazing. This album, bro, look, it was about that time for Tyler to drop an album anyway, man. It was about time for him to give us a new one, as he does about every two or so years for real. Like, this project took off, like, the day it was released, bro. Like, for real, like, this is how you, he rolled out the album like he was supposed to roll it out. So as soon as it came out, bro, we were ready for it. And... Mind you, Tyler the Creator got a certain type of uh, fan base. Well, had a certain type of fan base. Uh, I'm seeing more and more people who wouldn't normally listen to Tyler or if they just ain't been, you know, exposed to him like that, bro, become fans of the kid simply because of this album, which is wild because they hear this album and they go back and listen to the other albums. They're going to be like, oh, fuck. So, uh... It, it, it's great to see his fan base grow and out of the norm from what it was, which I, I appreciate all the day one fans, man. Uh, but Tyler Creator man holding it down for multiple groups, multiple types of people, uh, individualists, man, people who got a, a sense of style, creativeness, all kind of shit, man. And at the same time, he a nigga about it. So I appreciate him for that. So I know his fan base just took the fuck off with this album, man. And... He finally getting the recognition he deserved, man. Like, I loved everything about this album from, like I said, the promotion strategy uh, to the, for the release of this album to the style he went for as a whole to the video style that he put out with the videos, man, to the story he was trying to tell, man. First off, shout out to Tyler for introducing a whole generation to motherfucking DJ drama, bro. That nigga real deal linked up and made a Gangsta Grills album. Like, I don't know, I don't know how, how fucking monumental y'all think that is, but y'all understand, bro. That nigga was like, hey, we, I'm going to get DJ drama. We finna do the damn thing. And that real deal take you back, bro, to like your childhood because you couldn't play, any, you couldn't play shit, nigga. Like, trap, anything trap for damn show. Like, real deal, a bona fide gangster grill album. Like, rap or trap, you finna hear DJ drama, especially if it's underground mixtape. You're going to hear that man's name, and he just real deal just brought DJ Drama back out into the light to some people who ain't never heard about who the fuck DJ Drama was, which is surprising to me. 
I know y'all saying it, but yeah, those it's people out there who exist who don't know who the fuck DJ Drama was. But for the most part, man, uh, just to hear bro throughout the album, just to hear DJ Drama throughout this album, man. Uh, you know, I knew it was locked in as a classic. He started off the album with a boom boom bap song, uh, real New York style. Matter of fact, uh, West Side Gun used the same beat before on one of his songs, bro, on one of his last album. Well, I think it was like two albums ago, man. And the more I listen to this specific album, bro, the more I listen to uh, Call Me If You Get Lost, the more I notice, like, it's songs on this album that threw me for a loop. When, when I saw the feature list, first off, man, and, like, everything words can't describe, man. Like, words just can't describe some of the things you feel through this album because, like, it's all over the place for real. Like, uh, I ain't expect a, a young boy verse. Uh, I ain't even expect that song to go hard, go in like it did because, you know, like, I, I young boy hit or miss for me, bro. Like, it's, it's just certain shit I can listen to from him, but it's certain shit I can't. And they went to work on What's Your Name, dog. Like, that whole verse hit. And then Lumberjack came in strong right after that, man. Then immediately... After that song, we got Hot Wind Blows with a Wayne feature, nigga. And pause. Bro, Wayne been killing shit lately, bro. Wayne been killing all his verses like damn near a comeback, bro. And when you think about it, his last two albums, well, not his last mixtape that he put out. I'm pretty sure, I think it was a mixtape. It Real Deal would have been a classic because, like, he had... Like, at least 14, 15 songs that were lit on it. Like, all them bitches were straight fire, nigga. And the album was too long, bro. So, you know, it got cut in with a bunch of bullshit. So, I think he needed to uh, revamp what the fuck his, his producer, his executive producer got going on. I don't know. But they need to get that shit together, bro. Because if, if Wayne come out right now and put out, like, a 12 or 13 song album, I have no doubt that that bitch going number one. The way he been operating... On all these features and shit lately, man. So, uh, keep a look out for Wayne, bro. You heard it here first for real. Uh, but back to the album, man. Uh, more monuments, more songs on this bitch that just go in, dog. Like, back to back to back. And the next one was Run It Up. When I first heard this song, I was well into the blunt at this point, nigga. So, this shit got me hyped in a motherfucker. Like, I had to run the song back as soon as it went off. Uh, as soon as it went off, bro, I was like, nah, let me go on goddamn run that bit back one time, nigga. I still got the blunt lit. I'm like, nigga, I'm in the goddamn car lit to the motherfucker. Uh, you know, the song is featuring Tazo Touchdown, which I ain't too much heard shit he had going on until this album for real. I uh, still need to check it out. But yeah, man, that's the thing. And then the next one was Sweet, and I Thought You Wanted to Dance, uh, with Brent Fayez. Uh, I forget the the female artist on that man. At first, I thought she was R. Lennox, but cause she sounds just like R. Lennox, bro. Y'all think I'm bullshitting? Like her and R. Lennox, real deal, got like the same kind of sound and voice and style. So like that whole, it, it, it was dope, bro. Like <laughs> it was dope to hear on the song. Uh, her name Fanny Hughes. Fanny Hughes. Yeah, that's her name, but. Yeah, bro, it was not Art Linux like I thought it was. But anyway, this song, uh, probably my number two song on the album. So uh, y'all y'all definitely let me know how y'all feel about that album as a whole, bro. You know, it's a two-part song, and uh, I always appreciate a good, you know, two-in-one song on the album, especially when both of them good. And the skits on there were good as fuck. Uh, 
Uh, and then Wilshire, Wilshire, bro. I appreciate Wilshire, and I put that as my probably number three song on the album because this song was eight minutes and 35 seconds, nigga, of this man Tyler Creator spitting bars about a relationship about this girl, bro. So that, that was crazy in itself. This man took eight minutes and 35 seconds to straight up spit some bars about a relationship and the shit was going in. And I don't fault him for it at all. Normally, I see like an eight-minute song, and I be like, man, what the fuck these niggas got on, bro? Y'all ain't Funkadelic. Y'all ain't eight-minute song, bro. But this one right here, it, it was the one. It was straight. Uh, it did not get repetitive. It didn't get old because the bars were coming every fucking second. Um, the project as a full whole, man, like, it's an R&B. It got an R&B feel. You know, of course, it's rap. It got a little bit of popish vibe, but not much. And, bro, it, it got the blues all through it, man. So, like, bro, this album really a combination of everything. Like, it is a well-rounded album. This is a really well-rounded album, bro. Uh, how can you not like it? How can you not like this album? And, again, he did throw some shade at DJ Khaled and shit, too, from uh, about his last album because DJ Khaled was mad that, you know, Igor beat him out for his goddamn album. So I was like, bro, shut the fuck up, man. Uh, but DJ Khaled, you can't be a hater, man. Appreciate this man for his efforts. You got to give credit where credit is due because you want your credit too, nigga. All the time. You asked for yours specifically. You know, you give me my credit, bitch. So, yeah, man. This album right here as a whole is the shit. Also, marching bands. Y'all are missing an opportunity. If y'all do not write an arrangement for Safari on this album... Or run it up for real, for real. So keep that in mind, bro. Uh, HBCU bands, hell, even some PB, PWI bands. Y'all need to make an arrangement for that song, bro. Uh, Tyler Creator, appreciate you for putting out this good constant content, this dope-ass album, and them dope-ass videos for the album, bro. Your performance has been lit as fuck. The song, the video you had with Uzi, nigga, Uzi when he in the video and the video was still hard. So appreciate you, bro. I'm giving you all your motherfucking flowers now, nigga. Yo, so, man, some shit I've been goddamn tuning into lately, bro. Like, I've been chilling, just noticing a bunch of shit going on, bro. First off, nigga, it ain't got bad hot outside, y'all. So, look. If you ain't outside with a fat nigga rag and something to keep your ass cool, not just build liquor, then I ain't finna feel bad for your ass when I watch you pass the fuck out, nigga, because it been hot in a bitch out here lately. And, like, I'm telling you, bro, I just seen three niggas fall out. Like, just normal, doing normal shit, bro. One nigga walking into the fucking stove. That nigga just failed. I was like, well, that motherfucker was probably hot. But anyway, man. Uh yeah man y'all y'all tune in to to what it is uh about motherfucking the south I don't know what the fuck y'all got going on y'all acting like this shit some new nigga it hot out the door and everybody starting to get back outside and shit too man like look goddamn act accordingly bro drink some fucking water goddamn you feel hot nigga take your ass in the door like nigga you you know you know you don't know how to act in the heat bro don't be out there drinking in the fucking heat nigga like use some common ass scent but. Anyway, man, uh, shit, I've been tuning into uh, a new podcast, y'all, and it's probably one of my favorite 
new podcast that I just been tuning into to listen, and it's uh, about Talib Kaleli, uh, Talib Kweli, Yasin Bay, aka Most Def, and Dave Chappelle. All three of these niggas real deal got a podcast, bro, and it's exactly what you think it would be. Uh, the podcast is called the Midnight Miracle Luminary Original Podcast, man. It's only available on the Luminary service, uh, so you can they got an app that you can subscribe to. It's free, or you know you can just go to the site and subscribe and listen from there. But man, this podcast real deal on some 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 grown folks thinking shit, man. Like I, I saw uh, people were posting about it a little bit and. Everybody was like, shit, if you ain't 40 plus, nigga, you ain't gonna understand shit these niggas talking about. But at the same time, bro, this is why you shouldn't listen to fucking certain reviews and certain people be like, oh, certain shit trash, bro. That's why I don't listen to people's opinions, man. I form my own. Because I listen to podcasts, man, simply because most Def and Dave Chappelle, who got great chemistry, man, on the same goddamn, for, on the same platform, and then Talib Coelho on there. So... I just knew it was finna be straight, man. They got air. They got people just be pulling up to that motherfucker, man. Uh, they talk about some real life shit, bro. Shit like real life money, how you react to certain situations, the, the shit that's going down today, bro. With some com- com- comedic relief and a dose of realness that you you didn't know you needed for the day, bro. So I definitely, definitely uh, recommend y'all check out this podcast too, man. Uh, what else been going on? Man, how about these raggedy motherfuckers, man, would not let motherfucking Shikari Richardson run? This shit was killing me, bro. And before y'all get into it, uh, she broke the rules. She did. She broke the rules, man. And I understand what y'all saying. I do. She broke the rules. She knew. She completely was, she, she completely said I broke the rules. She owned up to what she did, man, but... It's certain factors that need to go into certain shit, man. First off, I don't feel like weed should be under the fucking control and banned substances, man. Because first off, if you're running faster than everybody out that motherfucker, that's already an achievement, nigga. But if you're running out, if you're the fastest motherfucker out there smoking a blunt, nigga, and you high, bro, fuck that, man. That ought to be a high. Nigga, you need two gold medals, nigga. Because weed slow me down. Weed slow everybody down, nigga. So, you still the fastest woman out there, bitch, and you high? Shit, man. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Let's be real. But anyway, they did not let her run, man. But the factors that went into her, bro, is like she had just lost her mom. She found out that she lost her mom in a fucked up way. She was going through all kinds of shit, man. She, she, she young. And it's only so much that certain people can tolerate, man, without some type of relief, bro. So, y'all, y'all need to stop throwing all this motherfucking hate her way, dog. Like, damn, it was some weed. Y'all acting like she out there bitch smoking crack. Like, that's why I just believe we just need to go ahead and be legal. Like, I feel like in the next five years, it'll be legal airway anyway. So, that's fucked up. Unfortunately, she couldn't run, man, but she coming back stronger than ever. And she gonna do something for y'all, bro, because... I'm completely on the uh, on the bus that they don't want to see black folks succeed in the motherfucking Olympics, nigga, at all. But fuck it, we coming, and we don't give a damn. We coming, nigga. Uh, Shikari, goddamn, I love to have an interview with you. Smoke a blunt, goddamn. See what the fuck you know. See what the fuck you got going on. But other than that, man, shit, you got you got you got to win next year. You got to. Uh, and bro, y'all. Y'all, they done released that nigga Bill Cosby. 
Freedom bill out of jail, nigga. Goddamn, put it in a cup bill out of motherfucking jail. Uh, first off, bro, I, I should be joking about it, but this shit funny, dog. First off, I don't believe you should have, well, like, I don't know. I ain't gonna get my full thoughts on this whole situation, bro, because I know some of y'all who got some different fucked up views about it. But at the end of the day, Bill Cosby free. Shit got overturned. Uh, Bill out of jail, bro. Eventually, I'm gonna link with somebody so we can have a full discussion about this shit, man, because I don't wanna outright give my full opinion about this shit and y'all real deal just cancel my black ass. But anyway, Bill free. Uh, he still got shooters out here. Uh, Felicia Rashad was shooting for him. Uh, Howard retracted her statement because she was like, shit, I don't think that nigga Bill did it. In a nutshell, you know what I'm saying? He should have been in jail any goddamn way. And uh, so Howard, they were like, yeah, we don't we don't advise that, uh, that statement. And that nigga Bill Cosby was real deal like, shit, how the hell y'all gonna goddamn do that shit with her, bro? Give me back all the money I gave y'all niggas, bro. So and he rightfully... You know, in the right. So, that whole situation funny. Eventually, I'm going to have a real discussion with y'all about this whole Bill Bill Cosby situation. But I'm glad he free, man. That nigga out. Uh, shit. <laughs> Motherfucking Bill Cosby, bro. This whole situation. It ain't funny, y'all. It ain't funny. I don't mean to uh, take lightly of anybody's situation. Who have feelings toward the whole case or the views of anything that he did or may have done, but y'all got y'all just gotta y'all gotta not pay no attention to me, bro. This shit be fun as fuck to me. Uh, but yeah, Bill Cosby. Thank you for tuning in to another week of the Red Room Podcast, man. As always, you are much appreciated. You can follow us on our official Instagram at underscore the Red Room Podcast on or on our official Facebook page, man. Just type in the Red Room Podcast. As always, bro, we practicing positive vibes out here. Good people, good music, good vibes, bro. Protect your mental and stay safe out here, y'all. Tune in next week.